0: Before we start today's podcast, I want to talk about something that we are very excited about. We now have a creator coin that you can purchase exclusively through the Diamond app. That's right, everybody. We are part of crypto and Bitcoin and all that good shit. If you appreciate local media and businesses and want to get started on something from the ground up, this is the perfect way to do so in today's growing world of cryptocurrency. With inflation rates soaring and the US dollar declining, investing your money in other forms of currency is a smart move. The McAllister Hours podcast is one of the edgiest and fastest-growing podcasts in Des Moines, as well as surrounding areas. Purchasing some McAllister Hours coin today is a perfect way to genuinely support us and other organizations. When you purchase your own career coin, you will see your own deso start to grow as you buy and sell, just like any other Bitcoin. Go to diamondappcom u Hours to invest today. That's diamondappcom u Hours. Ho, 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 we are Santa slaves. How's everybody doing today? It's another episode of the McAllister Hours podcast. Um, we're doing a little short soul episode today in place of the Christmas podcast because I do not have the time or the desire to uh, try to do something either tomorrow. I'm recording this on the 23rd. You do this either on the 24th Eve or Christmas Day. So it's here myself uh, While I'm at work Or not while I'm at work Molly's at work My my better half's at work um, But I am joined here today with our Special guest, Jeffrey, as always He's um, a little quiet today But That's okay um, But what I'm really here to do today Is um, Spread some awareness As we get into the holiday season I guess today will be I guess, you know, maybe I should release this on the 24th just to just so maybe the night before Santa comes, um, you know, kids can burn their presents instead of opening them because uh, we've been fooled. We've been duped. The man that who we all thought was a great, great person is a white supremacist. It's true. Um, Seth Rogen did this harrowing. Uh TV show documentary. Um on this. It's called Santa Inc. It's fucking mind-blowing. When you're Here's a the kid, trailer. there's only one day a year more special than any other day. And that day is Christmas. And we are the special magic day. behind that day. So let's get these fucking kids some fucking presents. Come on. it the hardest working man in Snowbiz? You know, Good it's golly, really it really jolly. shows how like low grade the fucking humor. Cause I I remember like Seth Rogen and uh you know Sarah Silverman like being funny. Like I remember when we were kids, they were funny. School Rock, Sarah Silverman was funny. Knocked up, Pineapple Express, Seth Rogen was funny. And now they're just not funny anymore. They're like Eminem. They're just like washed out and they're like they're trying to be what they were twenty years ago instead of like trying to change his people and it just shows that this you know lazy ass hey hey, merry christmas whoa you're on my naughty list good news sir more american kids believe in you than they do in vaccines or the holocaust that's great i mean I, i love how they i love how they conflate those two like did do you actually know does anybody actually know people who don't believe in the holocaust this is probably just me being naive i you know i grew up in a small town uh, i'm sure here in des moines that they're playing crazy fuckers who don't believe that but i i have yet to meet someone who actually believes and has told me that like the holocaust doesn't didn't happen you know <laughs> and to conflate that with like you know, a good fifty percent of the, at least fifty percent of the population, not, you know, believing in the efficacy of the vaccines. It's just crazy. But, anyways, I don't know. That bit didn't go near as well as I thought it would because we're solo. It's Christmas. It's the fucking holidays, man. Does anybody like the holidays? Does anybody have fun? No, I'm kidding. Well, kind of. I'm tr- I'm trying to be more positive. I'm trying to be more positive the holidays because i'm a fucking grinch it's true i'm always such a fucking grinch around the holidays i always i'm i it's it really what it is is it's just me being out of my comfort zone i don't like having the day where i have to wake up early and you know I, i like to just wake up smoke a blunt and like watch christmas movies all day if that if that was like that would be like my perfect Christmas movie. I don't even want fucking presents. The only present I want is a fucking pound of weed. That's the only thing. You know, for next year, if you guys on your list can just put together small quantities of weed. And then just put it all in one thing. And then just give it to me all at once. That would be uh, a perfect Christmas present. Um, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yo, go. Yo go. so today, um, or not today, a couple of days ago, uh, like last week, ben- eventually got sold. It's true. I drink this fucking, uh, this fucking coffee, man, I go into these episodes already anxious, and then I have these, like, I have these moments where I just have built up, like, <coughs> so sometimes I need to, you know what I mean, do you ever get that when you're just like, you know, like, when you're in traffic, when you're in traffic, and the cut in front of you just will not move, just, So eventually, it got sold by uh, what's the company? I, isn't it Safari Palace same fucking thing, right? Pa- Palace Entertainment. Uh, and like, I've actually, I when I looked them up, I like recognized the logo. Like, these are like some interesting guys. But um, you know, there's another article here. The uh, from who? you know, kind of, or no, that's not the one, but you know, the, it's taking away from the localization. Um, it's probably the saddest part about this. However, um, I mean, it's understandable because, you know, people were fucking dying last summer. I mean, I don't know. It's really not that big of a deal happens. It's, it's, it's a publicity thing. Really what it is, is they don't have the money to handle people getting like people suing them. You know, and that's, that's the problem with these, having these, you know, private businesses, these big private businesses, is, you know, because I was, like, reading the history, the it, the the guy who made it died, and his kids had to fucking handle it, and, you know, the quality is just going to get lost in that, I'm sure. I only went to Adventureland once, so I, I may be a little biased to this. But I mean, it, it just they they obviously they need to sell it. They need to put some revitalization into it. Um, so yeah, it's going to Palace, Palace Entertainment um, on Tuesday. Pittsburgh-based Palace Entertainment announced it was purchasing the Altoona theme park. Nick Paradise spoke. of, Nick Jesus Christ I can't talk. Nick Paradise, a spokesman for Palace, said the deal would be concluded Tuesday. Des Moines businessman Jack Krantz opened eventually in 1974. For the first nine years, it was a publicly traded company. Then in 1983, Jack Krantz brought it out. Other investors to prevent the park from being sold to a group from Chicago. Oh, uh, okay. So it, it started out like how it is now more so. At least it's higher. I understand it. I'm not a fucking... I, I'm not a fucking journalist or economic person type person, you know? Um... But yeah, so R.I.P. I guess I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. You know, it, are they are they gonna have like are they gonna have like big stuffed animals now? Are they gonna have? I think have Barney, uh, you know, like Barney or fucking Mickey Mouse dancing around. You know that 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 wouldn't be a bad idea in Des Moines. That'd be a good way to like trade drugs. You know, yeah, they could just they could just put put in there like stuffed animals. Their tails or whatever, like a Barney used to keep pot in his tail. You know, just do that. You know, Des Moines, the the fucking the hot interstates merge. Everybody knows that this is the city where the most, you know, one of the top cities where drugs come through. Um, you know, it, it would be it would be great. You know, a little, a little idea for the uh for the drug investors. Holy shit! This fucking coffee. As I drink more. Um, I was going to talk about that, but I don't want to. Really, the tool drummer called a guy a faggot, and, uh, um, pointed at him. <laughs> he got arrested for salt. <laughs> you fucking... You know, that's basically what happened. I, 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 I don't know. I thought it was funny at the time. Uh, so... I'm sorry. This is a fucking I, these. I know these episodes right now aren't really that great. I know that I know it's really just me spit spitballing. I mean, I was not going to be able to find a fucking guest for Christmas. We're changing the whole format up, so you're just you know, if you're listening, you're just bearing with my yeah. You know, oh, holy shit! It's only twelve minutes. Ah, okay. Really short episode today, guys. Um, I'm bombing. So let's. Friedman, uh podcaster, uh big podcaster, he got recognition, Rogan. Um he worked at MIT, uh has you know a lot of scientific credentials. And in his pursuit of podcasting he has brought upon himself to <laughs> he's really trying to do these like big high profile um, podcasts, and I, <sighs> I almost kind of understand where he's coming from because, um, like when I did the when I did the interview with batika uh, from the Libertarian Party, I I you know I listened to plenty of politics in my time, and I thought that perhaps um, maybe. I would be able to hang on a little better. I mean, I don't know, maybe I did okay, but like from what I've listened to and what I've thought about, you know, thinking about that interview, like I just did not have a good, I I was not able to like properly follow up with questions and ask questions because like she would just, you know, she would just give me so much and like my anxiety ridden ADD brain be going a million places. And I would just be like trying to, and it would just result to me like, wow, wow. You know, so like i get it but so lex freeman did a podcast with the pfizer ceo and it was just it was just an example of someone who someone who just can't do an interview you know it's it's an, it's a pure example of knowing what you can do i shouldn't say he can't do an interview he can do interviews he can't do tough interviews there are kind of different kinds of interviews when you're interviewing something like the ceo of pfizer you need someone who is going to be asking hard questions and who when they say something ridiculous is going to say that's ridiculous and have stats, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Lex failed to do any of this. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm not even trying to like, I'm not even like really trying to throw that much shade because I, like, I have no standing compared to him. This is, I'm a fucking independent Iowa-based podcaster. I'm full of shit, whatever. Um, but I, I just found myself really frustrated listening to this. Um, and i think it's a prime example of knowing what what you're capable of so let's just let's just play this so this is then talking about um the mandates i just i found this i found this part specifically. policy question well what are your feelings about vaccine mandates in terms of do you think the most effective way to vaccinate the population is to acquire it or do do you go with the American way and give people the freedom to choose I think it is uh... like okay first of all why did he think that he was going to answer that honestly what part of him thought he's going to answer that like here's here's the problem with Lex is he has this thing about him where he's like you know people are human and loving and blah, blah 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 all that and that's great I, I, and that's you know to an extent but when you're interviewing people like this that shit doesn't work this motherfucker is wiping his ass with a hundred dollar bill every time he takes a shit he does not care about any any kind of moral like pro- oh like he he's not thinking these kind of questions that you are lex like you you're sitting in your closet thinking these questions this motherfucker is like Getting blowjobs from hookers and doing cocaine—like he, he, he is not on the same plane, anyway. Uh, a very difficult uh, topic and in, in a very difficult decision. Who, whoever needs to make it—that wasn't difficult. and clearly it's not me. Supposedly. It is the public health officials of every country that they have to make this decision. I have to make the decision for five employees, and I had to to balance. Uh, I love this because he's like I. I'm one. Like he's like building it up to be like I wonder how I should man- Like do I, do I mandate this or not? Do I mandate my own vaccine? The fear of those that they work, that they want to feel that the others are vaccinated, and the fear of those that they don't want to get the vaccine. And eventually, I came to the decision that we will mandate it. At five. We are. <laughs> And eventually, <laughs> like it's this hard decision. What what was eventually to you, like fifteen minutes? <laughs> what was it? A fifteen minute phone call? Where you're like, hey, and like, can I get sued if I if I fucking just am like, hey, you gotta take this shit. <laughs> it's just hilarious. It's hilarious how he paints it like like this was some tough. Awful decision that he had to make he was like up at night he's not even trying to you know he's not even acting like that but he's like trying with his words he's trying to paint it like that like it was like this fucking (laughs) (laughs) oh you gotta love him gotta love him uh so yeah that was lex's big l oh lex's big l on the podcast yeah um i don't know I, I don't think he's a bad guy by any means. I I think he's a good person. I think he, I think he truly, believes what he thinks. But it, it's you know it's incorrect. It, it's just it's if you're gonna interview somebody like that, like I could not interview somebody like that. I could not interview the fucking Pfizer CEO or the you know CEO of Pfizer whatever. It, that's why I couldn't interview him because I can't even fucking say that right. I'd be fucking rolling a blunt and be like, hey, Malice. <laughs> you know i'd be like fucking grabbing this gun and be like Mom! you know like that um n- don't arrest me for this please don't this is not a real gun it's obviously fake um i remember there were uh when i was growing up this is I, i'm such a i'm so bad at what I'm so bad at sideways but we're we're this deep we're this we're this far in we're this far in um so growing up, i like believed in Santa for too long i think i i i I don't know I don't even really remember what the age was, but it was at the point where like people i like i was picking up on it from school, you know so, you get to that age where people start talking about it, and you're kind of like, you know, and this is like, this is what met me out to be an atheist, I think, is like, when you look at like correlations like that, like, hmm, all these, you know, they're different kinds of people that all believe the same thing. This is, there's something to this, you know. Uh,. I would like I had three younger sisters so I would go home and I would like spout all this me and my older sister we would like spout all this like yeah we heard this that for this reason that Santa isn't real and eventually my uh my mother like was driving us home one day and she said that she got a phone call from Santa and that we none of us were all gonna get anything if we didn't stop (laughs) talking (laughs) uh so so we stopped and then we uh and I was told later after Christmas that he was real. But like it, it's it's just such a this it, just a funny correlation. I always correlate so much with like religion, Christmas. I mean, well, obviously Christmas, but like with Santa, Santa specifically. Like people, people like especially like, strict Catholics always kind of like shit on the whole like you know, Santa Claus type of deal, they want to, you know, do the whole more like Saint Nick, the guy who's actually Nicholas, you know, Nicholas Claus or whatever, um, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do when when we have kids, do I want to lie to them about that, do I want to lie and tell them that bullshit, or do I want to just be like, hey, nobody else in this world loves you besides me and your mother maybe your mother uh, mostly me uh, and your sisters and your brothers they kind of like you but they're more just there to just get they're getting through the day you know you're you're all feeding from the same you know you're you're all living off me that's how this was working um man, it's you know it's a savage do, do I want to give him the the thought that I'm gonna be that he's gonna be okay. That there's going to be a guy with a red hat looking out for him? Or do I want to give him some fucking reality? And be like, hey. You're not getting any presents. Nobody's giving you shit. You know who's giving you things? Me. The people who really love you. and Not some fucking fat cunt in the sky. Fucking impossibly... You know, I, they. You know how they do like the map. I, I. It's just like, and that's the thing in this day and age of technology, I don't know. how you know, people can even believe in Santa anymore. They literally they do like the fucking map where he's like traveling faster than an airplane, like around the globe. Like if I was a kid, like if I was five years old, and I saw that shit, I'd be like, what? this isn't real. That the day and age. Of uh, people believing in this kind of stuff is passing. Um, Soon, there's going to be a political party for Santa. (laughs) It's not going to be a belief anymore. It's going to be a political ideology. There's going to be a party. And there's going to be a head. And the uniform is going to be fucking Christmas. um, Christmas uniform. Um, Red, uh, elves, ears, whatever. And it's going to be the white supremacist Santa organization um and it's it's gonna it's gonna be a harrowing terrifying experience and we're gonna we're gonna be stabbing our elders because and they're gonna be screaming why i'm gonna say because you gave us santa because you perpetrated this crap onto generations and now they are white supremacists Merry Christmas, you cunts.